Kaya Senanuma is an overweight yaoi fan who just longs to see her male classmates kiss. Things change when after a traumatic event, she loses a ton of weight and all of a sudden the boys start falling for her. What's she to do when all of these cute boys are vying for her affection, even though she'd rather just see them be affectionate with each other? Is Kiss Him Not Me the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. We're not there yet. But isn't it weird that of all the holidays, Thanksgiving, like of the three major holidays, right? We have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Thanksgiving has the least amount of songs about it. I mean, it might be because of all the genocide. Yeah, but like, when has that stopped us before? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, did you just say Thanksgiving's boring? Yeah, I hate Thanksgiving. (laughs) What? I hate Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. I'm actually not what, sorry. How do you hate a, a holiday? Hey, okay. Yeah, people can hate Thanksgiving. People can dislike what it represents. The history. It is a and... historical. It is the history of genocide, a history of an oppression of exactly. a people. Exactly. But you, look you didn't over say it. it was bad. You said it was boring. It is boring. What's boring about delicious food? You get there and you have to do so much work. And then you what sit down and you, do you eat. What work do you have to do? You have to finish preparing everything. And then you eat until everyone's like uncomfortably full. And that's never good. And then when you're uncomfortably full, you have to clean everything up. I was like, you don't have to eat. I was like, it you're... sounds like your family is doing Thanksgiving wrong. Well, then maybe. But I just. I'm not a Thanksgiving girl. A, you should be doing all your prep ahead of time. By the time people get to your home for Thanksgiving, they should have to do nothing. Yeah. Basically, the turkey should be coming out of the oven within 20 to 40 minutes. Yes. That's what happens. But yeah, no, you have to finish taking everything off the stove because it was getting warm. You have to put it on plate and take it into the dining room and set everything up. Do you know how dinner works? Like <laughs> That's any dinner ever. Yeah, but this is like so much more dinner. This was just a shocking revelation. <laughs> well, there you go. You've learned something about Lauren today. No, Lauren doesn't understand how a kitchen works, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Lauren doesn't cook. Lauren does not cook. If it wasn't for modern conveniences, like putting food in a microwave, I would have been dead many years ago. There is no way I can feed myself. You would have just not eaten. And speaking of not eating. Oh. Uh, uh. Hello and welcome back to Kawhi Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ and Skylar, guide their non-weeb friend, Lauren, through a new anime every week to determine if it's a Kawhi success or a Kawhi disappointment. This week we are watching Kiss Him, Not Me as we continue through Harem Month. All right, Lauren, Kiss Him, Not Me. Tell me, based on that name, what do you think this anime is going to be about? Knowing what little I do know of Japan's more conservative morals and culture, I don't think this is going to be that blockbuster gay rom-com harem anime of the summer slash fall, because we're near the end of the year. Um, But I think we've switched, because you guys know how every six months or so, The Bachelor turns into The Bachelorette, which then turns into The Bachelor, which then turns into The Bachelorette, and it's just this continuous cycle. I definitely knew this ahead of time of this Mm -hmm. conversation. Well, you know what? When Noelle listens to this episode, she's going to be like, yeah obviously so this <laughs> is for all of, this is for all my noel girls out there so anyway it's just one long continuous bachelor and a bachelorette etc 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 so i think we're in bachelorette season at this point and we have one girl and a bunch of bros and for some for some reason or another all of these boys have something really major going on in their lives to where they can't commit to a romantic relationship right now. And so they're just constantly passing this girl off onto the other boys like, oh, no, you should you should be with him. You should not. You should not be with me. This is not a good time for me. So, so that's what I think it is. It's like a reverse reverse harem. Is that a, rev- a reverse? Well, harem. I think it's like a harem where they all like like her. What I'm, tell me if I'm right, Lauren. I, I don't want to yeah. speak for you. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like it's a harem where they all like her but can't commit. So that like the second they start getting too close to her, where like maybe the love confession's about to happen or anything, they like 
past the buck and they're like, wow, you know what? Tom's a really good guy. You know what? Tom is like really in love with you and I don't want to spoil so this for smart. him. And they are yeah. all into her, but yes. they just can't commit until one of them can and that's where the love romance blossoms. Yeah, and that's the end of the anime. So there you go. <laughs> I just gave you the whole however many seasons of this anime. Well, it is a shoujo, so it is probably just one with several, several more Con- seasons of content in the manga that never get made. I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll never uh, tell. I want to be clear. I also haven't seen this anime. I say that from an actual place of not knowing. <laughs> um, but once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change? Absolutely not. I am correct. This girl in the center is our bachelorette, and she is the cutest little anime girl I've ever seen in my life. Like, look at her. Look at her big eyes and her haircut and just but she's the one who's going to be getting schlepped around from man to man and i really hope she gets the happy ending that she deserves because she's just i'm already so in love with her she really is so conventionally attractive she's so cute god look at her okay anyway i'm gonna move on to the men i guess now so we'll go i tend to go clockwise we'll go clockwise and they all have something that is super important in their lives they can't commit to a romantic relationship and this is what each of them have going on so the bottom left corner we have this dark-haired boy and i think that he is on the cusp of getting a promotion at his his current after-school job and as soon as he graduates high school he's gonna get promoted and start climbing up that chain so he can't commit right now because he has a potential for a really good job coming up and then you have the light-haired boy in orange in the top left And I'm saying that he is about to get a sports scholarship to a really good college. And so he is just focusing on training right now. And then you have the brown haired boy with the bedroom eyes in the top. And (laughs) (laughs) tell me they're not. And I think he's in love with someone else. And he is pining for this girl from afar. So he can't he just can't fall in love with this really adorable girl because there's already someone else in his life that he's obsessed with. Oh, The dark-haired boy with the bow tie has a very specific, very pristine haircut. And I was like, you, this is, this is probably going to reveal a lot about me. I was like, you look far too pretty to be straight. (laughs) So I think (laughs) he is our token gay character who has not yet come out of the closet. And he can't fall in love with her because just nothing about her interests him. And that's why he keeps pushing her, her off onto other people. Kiss him. He's like, not kiss me. him, not me. Yes, that has been the crux of every prediction so far, Skylar. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still in the closet. And then last but not least at the bottom right is the soundy, sandy brown haired boy. And he is super smart and is about to get a full ride to a very prestigious college that he's been trying to get into. And he is just studying all of the time. So he has no time for this girl. So Do you have a guess of who you think she might end up with just based off this poster? Based off of the poster, probably the man in the bottom left. The man who's going to be getting the job of his dreams. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to get the job of his dreams and then realize, oh, wait, I I love her too. And I want her to be a part of this with me. And he's going to like come back and they'll have probably a reunion in the rain or something. Oh, I love it. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, these men, uh, these men and their baggage. That's what this anime is actually so, called. Men so and their baggage. <laughs> the translation was wrong. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I think that is a great place to jump off of as we go ahead and take a quick break to watch episodes one and two of Kiss Him, Not Me, As uh, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We are Lauren Watch Episodes 1 and 2 of Kiss Him, Not Me. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? I was not expecting the girl to be the one <laughs> shipping these boys together. <laughs> it reminds me of Tina from Bob's Burgers with her erotic friend fiction. Yes. yes. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, I... I- uh- I loved watching this. Uh, I knew what it was about, yeah. so that's why I hadn't seen the anime. But I've seen mm-hmm. like bits here and there, and I knew what the basic plot was about. But watching it, I just had such a good time. Like, yeah, I loved everything I saw. 
Uh, But before we get too far into it, let's go through some quick housekeeping. Kiss Up Not Me is based on the manga by the mangaka Junko that ran in Besatsu Friend magazine from April 2013 to February of 2018 for 14 volumes. The anime adaptation was directed by Hiroshi Ishodora and done by Studio Brains Base for TBS and ran from October 2016 to December of 2016 for 12 episodes because it is a shoujo it only gets one season even though there's so much more content to be adapted criminal womp, womp. there is a live action film that released in july of 2020 directed written and directed by norihisa hiranuma and an audio drama that began releasing in january of 2015 but that is our general housekeeping for kiss him not me so let's break down episodes one and two super quick kae serinuma is an overweight fujoshi who enjoys yaoi pairings she is horrified when her favorite character shion is killed in the latest episode of mirage saga and spends an entire week locked up in her room after losing weight from shock our newfound beauty attracts the attention of her male schoolmates. Four end up asking her on a date. During their movie date, Kaye gives into her repressed urges when an anime shop has limited goods on sale, revealing to the boys that she is an otaku. Despite this, the boys accept Kaye as she is. Kaye is asked to fill in for the school soccer club, only to quickly discover she has no idea how to play soccer. Nozomo decides to help Kaye with her practice, and she ultimately manages to win the match by turning her flaws into an advantage. Later, the group get together at Kaye's house to help her study for the exams, much to the ire of her brother Takuro, who tries to shoo them away by revealing her Fujoshi hobby, but they decide to stick with her regardless. And that's episodes one and two of Kiss Him, Not Me. So... I've fully seen this anime and I had, God, I hate that this is a thing, but it is effective, right? Where the whole purpose of just one season of shoujo is a preview to go read the manga. And this this is like, I don't want to like be conspiracy theorist. Is it because they're like women watch manga, men watch anime? Like, is that like the, the stereotype that they're playing off of? They're like, we can't do this for shonen because the boys will never follow up on the manga. They'll just let it end. But the girls, they can't let the story. Like, is that the, the, the stereotype? I don't know. I don't know. I'd buy it if it was. I... God, this, I've gone and read so much manga because of these just fucking one seasons and it's not fair. Um, but yeah, I love this anime. It's so fucking funny. It's and so funny. The manga is just as good. <laughs> like, I'm so glad that it is because this was so charming and so sweet and so funny. I was laughing so hard the whole time. So, I mean, a lot of people okay so this anime turns a lot of people away and off because they don't like how k becomes skinny and more conventionally attractive and all the boys almost all the boys want to get with her because she is so conventionally attractive now and this is uh, a thing right and like honestly i feel like you two are probably really good people to speak about this but like people treat you different when you're skinny like that's just a thing yeah they sure do um you know you could say at the end of the day say that it is like commentary on pretty privilege and um i love that she's not like oh i'm beautiful now let me like take in all the love and affection and the attention she's still very much the same person like the only thing that's different is that she could move around a little bit more during sports uh you know and she's she's a little bit more sporty and it's fun. But at the end of the day, her she still has her sights focused on Yaoi and boy love. And she just wants them all to kiss and get together. She does. Yeah. I mean, I understand that criticism, but it's it's true. You know, you have pretty privilege and people who are overweight are not treated the same. And they're mm-hmm. often treated very poorly by a lot of other people in society, which isn't right or fair. But it it happens. It's very relevant. I mean, Lauren, you went through a very big weight loss transformation in the time I knew you. And mm-hmm. uh, Skylar, you've similarly kind of gotten to experience both sides of the coin. Do you feel like from your personal experience how accurate it is? It's very accurate. When I was heavier, no one really gave me the time of day. And I was fine with that because I like being invisible. <laughs> but <laughs> as soon as I lost weight and started wearing clothes that fit me as opposed to my old clothes that were, you know, made for a a larger person. Um, Random strangers would start talking to me and they would have conversations with me. And I cannot tell you how many people were like, oh, hi, how are you? I'm like, you're a stranger. Don't talk to me. (laughs) 
people are nicer. They move out of the way for me more. More people hold doors open for me. I'm like, I don't want any of this. I don't want any of this. But it, it happens. Right. And um, my experience is the, is the opposite where, um, and don't get me wrong, I love my body and I think I'm like hella attractive. And mm-hmm. um, I'm a, a cute alt baddie and, you know, just plus sized. But when I was younger, especially in college, straight up, right off the bat, I did have a reverse harem. So, like, I could relate. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. And You're people kind. can attest to it. I'm not, like, all, like, hyping myself up. I fucking, everyone was in love with yeah, me. Yeah, Skylar was a manic pixie pick me dream girl in college. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> I'm no longer a pick me, I promise. Um, and then... Uh, pick me is just a uh, self-defense against misogyny. So have a little mm. bit more sympathy, I suppose, when they stop being assholes, if they do. Um, anyways, yeah, I people like fell in love with me like a lot faster. And when you know when I say like fall in love, like the most for like kids infatuation. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of people were like more infatuated with me and when I was skinnier and not so much now um that I'm not as conventionally attractive, but my personality is so good that I just do still get love interest, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this is be like a poignant conversation you ever hear like God. And over here, like people still love me. That people still fall in love with me. I I don't know what you want from me. No, but when you are bigger, you have to rely more on personality. And like just, you know, regardless if you are, you know, beautiful and everything, a lot of people are gonna see you as fat first and then personality second. Especially like doctors too. Cause when I would go to the doctor when I was heavier, it was always weight first. It was always, you need to lose weight and all of your problems will go away. <laughs> You're like, um, this open wound on your stomach yeah, um, from, my- your st- from your stab wound is because you're fat. Like, maybe if you weren't fat, you wouldn't have gotten stabbed. My gallbladder had to be removed when I was 18. It was an emergency surgery. They, like, wouldn't let me leave the hospital until it was gone. That's how bad it was. But, you know, everything was related to weight. And now that I don't have as much weight as I did before... They're, they take it more seriously. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, let's look into this problem for you. Oh, this is bothering you? Well, let's look into that. They never would have done that with me. I have a lot of like doctor trauma as an mm. overweight person. Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely do kind of, you don't get taken seriously when you have no medical concerns because they're like, it has to do with your weight. And it's really, and it's like, always weight Don't get related. me wrong. Being overweight is a health concern. It does sure. create health concerns. Yes. But like, you're also a person that knows your body and mm-hmm. you know when it's like oh yeah i'm like like there are things that happen now where i'm like yep if i like lost 20 pounds like uh, that would probably go away but mm-hmm. like there are things where i'm like that's just a concern like that's just a thing this is a problem <laughs> this is um, a problem this would, and and you just know that the second you talk to a doctor they're like well it's because you are fat and it's like oh okay mm-hmm. well Fuck me, I guess. This was like, not helpful yeah it's not helpful yeah like it, it, you're just not taking it seriously as someone who has been uh, who has never had the transformation. It's just been different levels of overweight their entire life. Uh, <laughs> you do see it regardless, right? Like, you you know you're treated differently. You feel that you're treated differently. And, you know, like, you you just, you know you're not taking it seriously. You know people look at you in a certain way. They have certain expectations of you. And lack of expectations of you, ultimately. <gasps> yes. And I kind of understand Lauren's point, right, though, that sometimes it is nice to not have those expectations. And I think the scary thing is that, you know, losing that weight comes with its own expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And clearly that's what happens here. Like, again, what I do like, and I understand why the criticism would be there if this was handled poorly. But But the the show isn't like, oh, wow, lose weight and everyone will love you. Is it? The show is expressly, like, obviously, like, I, I don't feel like I'm reading into this. I feel like it's the clear point is like, isn't it fucking weird that these people only started liking her? Not all of them. I want to be clear that these yeah. people mm-hmm. only started liking her after she lost weight. These are the mm-hmm. same people that interact with at, interacted with her last week, and now here we are. Now she's skinny and attractive, uh, and all of a sudden they're in love with her. They're not mm-hmm. in love with her. They, you know, they, they, they. If they were in love with her, they would have loved her regardless. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, uh, Lauren, did I ever tell you about like my? fat person doctor trauma story i don't think you did 
Okay, so this was before, uh, so I didn't have insurance, and what happened was I uh, had to go to the doctor for some reason, and it was literally just like a checkup or whatever, and so like went with a super, super cheap doctor, and it was a very, very old man. He was taking, you know, all the things you have to do during whatever, uh, like the casual doctor visit. And at one point, he was just like, hey, you're like overweight. You know that, right? And I was like, yeah, I know that. He's like, no, 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 like, you're overweight. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he's like, are you uh, married? And I was like, I'm engaged. And he's like, don't you want to look good for your wedding? And I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, sure. He's like, don't you want your husband to, like, stay in love with you? Oh, And I was just like, well. Yeah, he's still, he's in love with me, trust me. <laughs> and he's just like, no, 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 like, you don't understand. Like, uh, like not only is it, like, using weight, like, good for your body, but it'd be good for your marriage. Because, like, sometimes when people fall out of love, it's because of attraction. And then they start affairs. <laughs> so this oh, doctor literally told me, hey, God. you're too fat. Your husband is going to start finding you unattractive and he's going to fucking cheat on you. And I was just like, all right, uh, I think you're telling me about your relationship with your wife and possibly <laughs> how she gained weight and was probably still beautiful. But like you cheated on her anyways. Um, don't fucking put that on me. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I can't confirm uh, he is 100% wrong. I find Skylar insanely attractive. Thanks, babe. That's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, ultimately, there's a lot to be said about it. And I like that, you know, this is kind of like a journey. And ultimately, it's very hard. I do think it's obviously still comedic, right? Like, obviously... No matter how little you ate, you would not lose this much weight in a week. Right. Uh, no. Of not what, eating. What diet is she on? Because like the trauma diet. Can I? Oh, I don't want to get on yeah. that one. Honestly, it's an ED. She literally just has no food. She did for not a week. eat for. I think it's essentially. I think nine days because I think it spanned two weekends too. Mm-hmm. So she didn't eat for nine days uh, or leave her bed at all. And she woke up, no bed sores, no nothing, um, fully skinny and hot. And I was like, like damn, so I'm going to go lay down for nine days. Uh, <laughs> make sure you drink water because after three, you will die. But I will say, like, I think there's like there's a, it's not fully inaccurate because like when I had covid. Uh, when uh, specifically after Skylar went to the hospital, um, I had no appetite whatsoever, and I didn't eat for like five days, and I dropped like twenty pounds. Yeah, damn. Whereas, and then they put me on steroids, and I gained a fuck ton of weight from the steroids. So, like, if she Ugh. was, and she is shorter, so twenty pounds does go a long way when you're shorter. Yeah, it's true. But that's, that's not true. here or there. She still wouldn't have lost this much weight. It wouldn't have looked as good as it did. No, absolutely um, not. But, you know, obviously that's not the point. The point is that she's not pretty, like, quote unquote, pretty. Um, but let's talk about the boys, right? Yes. So we have our range here. So you have Igarashi. <laughs> Who's so sweet. Yes, he's very nice. He's nice to her before. Yeah, she, she loses weight. He's the one yeah. that makes uh, Nana apologize uh, mm-hmm. for being an asshole because Nana is a fucking asshole. Let's be yeah. clear here. I do not like Nana, period, before or after. Nana can go eat a fucking bag of dicks. Yeah, he's... This is an anti-Nanashima podcast now. He's he's not great. No, he <laughs> literally hurts her. Right, he's the reason she mm-hmm. goes into the infirmary, and like when Igarashi is like, "Hey, we're I'm so sorry that happened." Nana apologize. He's like, "For what? Thanks for being a fucking pincushion for me, you fatty." Like, Ugh. yeah, and he's like, so mean. And, you know, she doesn't care. She has so little self worth. Exactly. But like, yeah. I but like it's that- not. No, 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 no. It's not self worth. She literally just lusts over the idea Skylar, of them. If you had self worth, you would still care. Okay. It's Fine. true. Yeah, no. She, if has, you... she doesn't see her. She, she's like, I'm not a part of this. I'm just here for them. Because she doesn't care about herself. And then, yeah, so fuck Nanashima. That's Nanashima. He's a dick. Uh, he a dick. Then you have uh, Shinomiya, who's also a dick. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. He's but my he's least like favorite. A, a little less of a dick than Nana, I guess. 
I think because it's Nana not... is still a dick after, just in a different way. She to yes. me is like at least nice afterwards, but it's very fake. See, uh, okay. because fake. he is so mean to her beforehand, and like he does basically doctor her, where he's like, "You're just fat." When she's like at, in the infirmary after getting hurt, like literally crushed and basically like completely knocked Concussed. out, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You didn't even look like you were in that much pain, so why are you even here?" Mm-hmm. We have to make room for more patients who actually need attention. Yeah. Yeah. Not just See, but what I like, though, and I know, like, Nanashima is your least favorite PJ, but I like that he's consistent. His feelings are still I the same. I will give you that, right? I will give you that he is a jerk regardless, so at least I guess that's points. Mm-hmm. I guess. But you know who was consistent and who's best boy? Yes. Is <laughs> Mitsumi? Mitsumi is literally the fucking oh best one. Oh, my God. You don't even fucking know. Oh He's my the best. God. Episodes one and two, I was like, this isn't even this isn't even a reverse harem. This isn't a contest. If she doesn't end up with him, she's just she doesn't know what's good for her. <laughs> Cause it's this man. He's good for her. Mutsumi is the one, right? We could all the agree one. on this. He's the um, one that I want. He was so nice to her so nice to her beforehand he was a friend to her and yes. and afterwards like he's the first he's the only a the only one that recognizes her yes uh, and he's like i mean why wouldn't they recognize you You just lost a little bit of weight like he's like, like I, yeah he's so off of this like fuckboy bullshit mm-hmm. and he's yeah. like and obviously like this so plays sincere. into this entire anime plays into that like my next life is a villainess ish like type trope of like oh the entire harem always has to be with her so that no one gets more time but Mutsumi's right. just like i'm just here because like we're all friends right like yeah <laughs> when yeah. they all because they're all like being manipulative and trying to like one up each other and they're like oh we want to go studying so that you know he can't be with her alone and he's like wow like sincerely like you all are so studious i'm so proud of all of you that's so great. Congratulations, everyone. Now we'll all do well on our tests. Oh, yeah, my God. We're all the best of friends. Oh, my God. And he's the only one, too, that is like the f- he's always the first to react when she reveals more and more about herself that she finds embarrassing. Yeah. That so he just positively instantly accepts it. And, and he's all like, the That's other great. guys have to kind of, even even sweet boy Igarashi does yeah. have like, to like kind of be like oh oh, oh okay. but <laughs> like he comes around faster than the other two yes uh, but like mutsumi's just like okay yeah you know, i like that you like things look at how happy you are i love when you're this like uh, ugh, ugh, ugh. Ugh. every yeah. time i would like maybe be like oh that was a cute nana moment maybe that was maybe a cute Chinima moment oh that actually was a cute igarashi moment it would be trumped anytime mutsumi was on screen i was like uh oh my god i love him absolutely bulldozed <laughs> i mean when they go to study at her house and all of her her yaoi manga collection crashes to the floor and she's like scrambling to pick it up he's like no no you need to be careful because these are like important to you right so like let's take our time i was i was on the floor just like screaming i was like he's so perfect her fucking brother by the way what like, an asshole his pj when we were watching it um he was like it's his brother instinct in full effect. He goes up yes. there and he's just like, I'm warning you all as a man. It's a fucking trap. And you're just like, oh, he's oh. a fucking asshole. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> yes. No, I had the same journey where I was like, oh, protective big brother's coming. Oh, no, he's an asshole. Okay. <laughs> he's just trying so to ruin funny, her though. life now because she's conventionally attractive. And he doesn't want that for her. I love the part where uh, they all have to pay their respects. <laughs> to the oh, yeah, because he takes it so seriously. Again, that's yeah. what I love about him is he's nothing he does is he does nothing with a sense of like irony or with a sense of like, I want oh, to win I have you to do over. this because you're hot. Right. Nothing. He's just a good guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, again, I agree with Lord, but this is the thing I always caution with harems is harems do a good job of making you like all of them yes so it is hard from episode one and two you will fall in love with the one that they start making you fall in love with but it's very easy for by the end you to be in love with a completely different one so yeah. like that is just a, a warning but also i've i've only seen episode one and two as well and i'm like I was gonna say, you guys, yeah you guys have even met um nishania no we haven't we haven't met the fifth boy but I don't think 
listen. That doesn't matter. Mutsumi forever. Nishina, by the way. I mispronounce it. It's Nishina. I just, you can introduce 15 more boys. Mutsumi's it. Yeah. He's it. (laughs) And if she doesn't pick him, I'll just jump. I'll isekai myself into that world and I'll take him. So thank you. (laughs) That's a lot of praise. (laughs) He's the one. He's my, there you go. When you have like the, the merry fucker kill. He, I'd marry him. Yeah, exactly. Aww. Remember, it's Mary Hug Kill. Mary That's Hug right. Kill for you. Thanks. Yeah, for me. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. We're rapidly approaching 2023, which means we're rapidly approaching the beginning of listener-requested episodes. Don't forget, if there's an anime you'd like us to cover, recommend us an anime by using our recommendation form. You can find it on kawaiidasupad.com as one of the links across the top, or by going to our Beacons page at beacons.ai slash and clicking on the Recommend an Episode button. Anime are going to be considered by Most Recommended Down, so even if you're sure your favorite series has already been recommended, recommending it again only ensures you'll get to hear it all the sooner. Hey, you like anime? What about manga? Anime figures? General anime merch? Well, if you like any of those things, then Right Stuff has you covered. With a huge selection, Right Stuff is your number one shop for anime, manga, figures, and more. If you want to visit Right Stuff, use the affiliate link in our show notes or go to kawaiidasupad.com and click the Right Stuff affiliate link across the top or the Right Stuff banner along the bottom. And part of your sale gets kicked back to us to help support the show. If you're looking for other ways to support the podcast or are just craving more Kawhi Disappointment, then check out our Patreon. Hours and hours of bonus content are available immediately for just $3 a month, and more is always on the way along with exclusive polls, Q&As, and goodies at our higher tiers. November is set to have a lot of amazing bonus content with a reduced redo of Maid-sama, a brand new entry into our Ranking of Things series where we give our definitive rankings of the best anime OP and more. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawhi Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash pod a special shout out to our wonderful patrons starting off with our eternal desu patrons our eight dollar tier the amazing skull Bosch and incomparable alex j they're not alone though as we also have our amazing super desu patrons our five dollar tier nene killua magical girl charlotte rebel and isekai and jellums and our kawaii desu patrons our three dollar tier eliza l and alvin ag you're all pretty kawaii desu in my book Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod. You can also find us on Tumblr now because Twitter might not be a thing for too much longer. Or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us. And if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we close out Hair a Month with Oron High School Host Club. Now... Back to the podcast. But obviously, we have not talked about the most important part of this anime, okay. which is the boy love stuff. Yes, the <laughs> yaoi. <laughs> so the whole crux of the show, uh, the reason it's called Kiss Him Not Me, um, or depending on, <laughs> so uh, it's no the J- Japanese name, it's not in Japan, it's boys, please kiss him instead of me. The actual translation of the name is what's the point of me getting popular. Oh! But um, ultimately, it's called Kiss Him Not Me, be- not because, uh, as the prediction was, that the boys are passing them off, but she just loves Yaoi. She's a huge Fujoshi. Yeah. Who's a, yeah. Which is a big Yaoi fan, essentially. Boy love, baby. And Boy all love. she wants is these boys to kiss. Yeah. They, she, yeah. Go it is literally so fucking funny the way they are like, the way she's drawn anytime they're in like a possibly like romantic <laughs> kind of, you know, yes. <laughs> mise en scene. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were watching the movie theater scene and Peachy was like, what the fuck? The salad finger eyes. <laughs> she just gets, yeah, because she gets these like huge salad finger eyes where she's just like, it's happening. It's so <laughs> funny. I do love how they draw her during those moments. It's so funny. It's fucking hilarious. And again, like, it's so funny that she's like, just, she's obsessed. Like, she has a problem. She does. Yeah, no. And this can get very problematic very quickly in real life. Yeah. Because at the at the crux of it, you are fetishizing like the LGBTQ, right? Right. I completely agree. Right. Because it's the ultimately uh, you're uh, you're shipping real people. Yeah. Which is always freaky. That's 
problematic. Uh, don't ship yes. real people. Ship no ca- characters. Ship fantasy. Yeah. Um, I will say, I don't know if Skylar knows this, uh, in my research for pulling stuff for this anime, I did find out that canonically, uh, in, uh, so again, the mangaka is Junko. She has a, uh, a, another series called Star Cross that people love. And canonically in that series, she does reveal that two of these boys do end up dating each other. Hell <gasps> yes. Oh my God, I will that not is tell cute. you who, obviously, but two of these boys end up dating each other. Oh my god, that's so cute. I love it. Oh, I'm uh, into this. <laughs> uh, okay, so Lauren, um, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. the first friends I made were very, very, very into boy love. Two, like, her levels. Of, yeah, they were Fujoshi. Yeah, 100%. And that's not super my scene. Right. Um, But, like, I was there, you know, because my friends liked it. So that's what, like, I had to, like, there was, like, literally, like, people were assigned characters from the anime Gravitation. Go listen, everyone, to our Gravitation episode. Um, (laughs) And, like, literally, that's the name I would be called. And then they would be, like, let's kiss because, like, we're these male characters. I'd be like, wow. you're a girl and I find you attractive? Okay. So, Ugh. but no, like, the way she's talking to her friends about, like, oh, five times seven, and then the other one would be, like, seven times five. Like, that shit is so fucking accurate. Okay. And so I wanted to ask you to explain that to me again. Okay. So basically, um, they've assigned them numbers. So... um Nanashima is the number five because he has like the kanji character of five in his name, and vice mm. versa for um, Igarashi and they just with ask seven. You who's a top or a bottom? Yes. Yeah, so oh. uh, basically, it's called uh, uh, Yuke and Seme, and Yuke is the like the taker, the conqueror, and then the Seme is like the passive, you know, like the so, bottom so five by seven would be like five is the top seven is the bottom and seven yes. by five is seven is the top five okay that does help yes. uh that is funny that. that is funny for the end of the first episode <laughs> uh, also, friends like it's the other way around well they keep arguing about it they both have very different uh pairings in their mind i do love that her best friend is a conventionally attractive girl who is also who is also just as much of a judge as her it's yes. true. Yeah. In like, a they're not relationship. Like, oh, they're not like, oh, she's a Fujoshi because she's like a fat weirdo. They're just like, she's a weirdo, no matter what. <laughs> and no her friend what. is too. Let's be clear. Yeah. Do you know Fujoshi actually started as a as an insult? It was like created on 2chan, which is like chi- Japanese 4chan. Um, and it literally translates to rotten girl. Oh my god. <laughs> or like fallen woman. Uh well, That's and so then like funny. the community basically like reclaimed it as a self-descriptive term. It was rotting girl and the community like reclaimed it as as fallen woman is like the new connotation. And then it kind of spread in the community. But it was like originally like a oh look at those fucking Fajoshi. And they're like, We are Fajoshi. Thank you very much. Thank you. I am a bit. Like, Thank you. And oh, a Kifujin is like an older Fajoshi, and it translates to noble spoiled woman. <laughs> me. I was going to say the translation's pretty accurate for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's super funny regardless. The fact, like, again, the crux of the show is that she's just like, I get that all four of you want to kiss my face. Just kiss each other's faces, though. I think that would be like so much better <laughs> because, like, you guys obviously love each other so here, here, here. much. Both of you kiss me but instead of me it's you but instead no, of she's me. like both of you guys kiss me right now and then she ducks and then down she backs and they kiss out. each other yeah <laughs> see that's problematic though so she wouldn't do that yeah no, yeah no but i do love too she like is slowly starting to realize she kind of has feelings for one or two of them where she's like why is my heart racing yeah she's she's like oh 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 okay what's happening here yeah no it's oh, real God. cute I, I love that, like, when Nanashima, like, says, like, the really shitty, rude things to her when she's skinny, she's crying, but only because he looks like, uh, is it Shion? Yes, yeah. her favorite like, character. She cry- <laughs> well, because well, it's the first time you see her react to the bullying from anyone. So you're like, right. oh, no, it's finally getting to her. And then she's like, when he gets like that, he reminds me too much of Shion. <laughs> and it just reminded her and it's so funny because again she just really has so little self-worth it is surprising how quickly she like got a new wardrobe together 
Oh my god! Right? Well, it sounds well, like she borrows. Again, it's mostly friend. from her friend. Yeah. Right? But yeah. clearly, after a while, it's not because they do make it a point. Her breasts did not get smaller. Correct. Right. Yes. Good for her. Yeah. Good. For Could her. not be me. Anytime I lose weight, it's all in my chest first, and it sucks. Oh, I'm so sorry. It makes bra buying a little complicated during the workout season. Oh, I yeah. Bet. Oh my god, that must be a nightmare. I'm sorry. But yeah, like I like that her friends are like, hmm. Because her friend isn't uh, very well endowed in that regard. Yeah, Yeah, her friend's just like, "Mm." okay. But ultimately, again, I think this show is super cute. I just had such a good time watching it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so delightful. It's so enjoyable. If it wasn't, and I don't want to get, I guess, give spoilers. uh, Next week's episode, uh, you know, is one of my all-time favorite anime. But I think if that weren't the thing, this would be my de facto, like, favorite from this month. Right. So far, far it's my favorite, but we have one more to go. So I can't Mm. speak to that yet. God, it just, it's so fucking funny. And Mm -hmm. it just, like, never stops being funny. Because even even with, like, the soccer stuff, it's that like... was so funny. Come on. <laughs> hey, I, I, I had the same reaction as fucking Nana because like when she kicked it and it flew and curved backwards, I literally threw the sky and I was like, what the fuck? What That's the not hell? physically possible. And then Nana comes up and he's like, how did you do that? That shouldn't be possible. Which like, like, is so honestly impressive. And then I like that she, you know, uses it to her advantage where everyone's like, she's stupid. She's about to kick into her own goal. And then it like curves back into the goal that no one's defending because she's turning the other way. That was part of the right. smart. Genius. Um, I also like that during that moment with, you know, you're supposed to be like, oh, Nana's not such a bad guy. But like during that moment, it is really nice because she also is very like, you know what? You were right. Like she's not afraid to admit when she's wrong. So I think mm-hmm. that's like, I think that overshadows his, any character development he has, you know, yeah. you're I mean, just the, reminded the about. The moment that you're supposed to, I think, be like, oh, Nana is when he stands up to the soccer girls. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like I talking so, shit about hot. her. And he's like, you're the one that fucking asked for her help. So maybe fucking relax, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the moment you start to be like, oh, well. Maybe. And I mean, they do have, they're the ones fighting all the time. So you have that classic, this could be an enemies to lovers situation. Right. People Mm -hmm. love, people love that trope. We talked about this during uh, Quintessential Quintuplets. I'm never going to pick the mean one. Right. uh, To fall for in these shows. But for a lot of people, that's the one that they're like, (gasps) they're fighting? She Uh, can change him. He's being mean to her. That means he likes her. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, they want that growth. They want that development. They, and again, again, I can't stress enough. I like that in a singular story context. But in a group context, it just throws me off. I'm never going to pick them in a group context. Right. But Especially if it was just an right anime there. between them two, just their dynamic, I think this was great. I'd be like, oh, it's true. Yes, I love it. Definitely. You, you, you go off. But here I'm like, um, do you not see... The Mutsumi? perfectly good Mutsumi right over there. He's, he's, he's right, right there, there being the tallest and cutest one anyways. With glasses sometimes. With glasses also sometimes. hot. Hello. Like, let's be clear. Mutsumi is in general just the most attractive one also. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's the got everything going for him. Everything going for him. Literally everything. It literally, like, ranking, it's Mutsumi. Um, oh, shit. Hold on. Um, ranking it's uh, Mutsumi, Igarashi, Nishina, Nanashima, and then Shinomiya. Now, I will say what what Nana has going for him is that he looks just like Shion. Exactly. We canonically have established that she is attracted to this person a lot. And but I think that can get problematic, right? Don't date people who live up to your like fantasy ideals. Mhm. Mhm. A case in point, MTV's My Own. Lauren, do you know mm-hmm. of MTV's My Own? I absolutely don't. So MTV's My Own was a show where a person obsessed with a celebrity would MTV would get them basically like 20 people that looked just like that celebrity and they would the just pink like episode. they would just like whittle down until they had their very own of that celebrity oh I don't like that and yeah it was weird it had a lot of episodes I want to be clear like the show ran 
for like a bit. Ugh. So it would be like the the episode that people mostly know because it was covered by Danny Gonzalez on his YouTube channel is the episode oh, I thought with it was Cody Co. Maybe Never maybe mind. a few other guys too, uh, and maybe a few other people. The commentary space uh, tends to cover a lot of similar stuff from different angles. Is the one with the guy who wants his very own pink, and so they start yeah. off just you know. They just eliminate by looks and then they have like a like trivia where they're like, oh, tell me, what do you know about that celebrity? Like you also no. like and then they have to like uh, do something that celebrity would do. So like for the pink episode, pink used to be a gymnast when she was like a teen. So like mm-hmm. they had to do gymnastics. And then the finale was they had to like sing, write and perform a song for the guy. And then he would pick the his very own pink that he would date i don't like and it's freaky all. so that's why i don't think the shion thing is a plus no don't, don't date someone just because they remind you of someone that you are attracted to date them because you're attracted to them exactly date them for them we've had like acquaintances who are in relationships where i could easily look and be like you're literally with that person because of who they look like yeah they look like zoe de chanel or you know adam levine or whoever right um but yeah ultimately i just wanted to talk about mtv is my own it's a weird fucking show uh check it out <laughs> check out oh, danny gonzalez's video on it specifically uh if you want to just get like a quick lips in it but regardless that's these boys that's this girl that's this boy love the only thing left to talk about though i could talk about this anime forever because uh, mm-hmm. i really like it is the music of this show so uh the music of the show is done by ryosuke nakanishi uh, and I think they do ultimately a good job. Uh, it's nothing that I'm like, wow. But, um, you know, it captures the tone. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um, but let's talk about our OP and our ED. So our OP is Prince Prince. Uh, it's Prince X Prince. But as we know, uh, the, the X. X means nothing. <laughs> but I think it's all it's a play on that and a play on the cross as the like shipping. shipping. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's Prince X Prince uh, by the band from four to seven. Lauren, tell me, what do you think of that OP? I thought it was such a fun boy band bop. It was very cute. It fit the anime extremely well. And it got me, it got me excited to watch episodes. So it did its job. Yeah, I super liked it. It had a oh, yeah. super fun time with it's it. It's super fun. Um, and it really kind of gives you like an introduction just in the OP of all the options of the love interest, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? We didn't really talk about it during uh, Quintessential Quintuplets last week, but I'll bring it up here. Quintessential Quintuplets and this have moments in their OP where the people just talk, like the characters just talk. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they it's do. so interesting because like, there's just random points. This is the OP, I'd say, most of any OP we've ever seen, at least in my opinion, that most just looks like a clip show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this could easily just be a recap, and I would not, I wouldn't know if I hadn't, wa- <laughs> you know, if I hadn't watched it. It's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> that's funny. And I think the fact that they just kind of non-seamlessly edit in just the characters talking at random points doesn't help that. Right, no. exactly. <laughs> no, but it is uh, fun, and I do oh, like yeah. it a lot. Same. Um, but that said, yeah, I really like this OP a lot. Uh, but let's also talk about our, uh, uh, let's also talk about our ED, which is Doki Doki no Kaze, or Heart Pounding Wind, by Rie Murakawa. Oh, my God. 
Lauren, what did you think of that outro? I thought this was very sweet. I liked the duality between the OP and the ED a lot. I thought it was really fun to have both those styles of songs in here because they both somehow fit. And I liked seeing the drama of her her game that she gets into. Yes! (laughs) Her bouncing up and down from that bubble that just says boy love. Yes! (laughs) We're like, we get it. No. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was adorable. It's so cute. I like this song. I definitely like it more than uh, I like it more than the intro. Um, I like so them both like for different reasons. Like, I do too. I'm in that boat where I like yeah. them both. The outro, I think, care. I think they're just so they carry such different energies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm personally a bigger fan of the intro myself, but I I don't know. I I even struggle to say that. I like them both a lot. They're both right. Great. I was like, they are both great. I just have, maybe it's the visuals no, I mean, that I it's, like. It's, you're totally fine to have a favorite. I oh, just yeah, struggle to pick one sure. myself. That's it. Same. Right. Same. All right. Let's talk about uh, those talks a little bit more as we move to our segment. What modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? So, Lord, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with Prince Prince? Okay. 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 I want you guys to listen because the chord progression in this song is the same same as another song and even though the vibes do not match i couldn't i could every time i heard the song i just heard the other one playing in the background of my head so if you play the first few seconds of the op (laughs) what it's just so funny already okay so if you play the first few seconds of the op and if you go to around one minute in fallout boy sugar we're going down it's the fucking same I might be a simple person. I personally don't hear it. I was going to say, but I, I feel like maybe if I, I like, I want to hear it. And I feel like, I do. And, and I feel like I agree with Skylar. I feel like I'm too dumb to hear it. <laughs> That's like, all I heard. Like, I don't hear it, but like part, for some reason, somewhere deep inside of me, I'm like, I think she's right. If I knew music better, maybe I'd agree. <laughs> Maybe it's me mishearing it because I'm so bad at music. No, I don't know. I would just disagree with you. Part of me wants to believe you. And I think it's like the part of me that is like a reincarnated artist that never got to fruit, like flourish because I have stubby fingers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's like the reincarnation of Mozart in me being like, no, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> the progression, um, it's just there. It's there. I okay. So I don't hear it. I understand what you're going for. I could see. I could see it. I guess I could see it. I just don't agree. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, but you know what? We're gonna put the clips in, so it's up to the listeners to decide if they agree. Uh, <laughs> Skylar, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? Uh, I'll I'll go next. All right, Skylar, who'd um, you go with? So I mean, I don't think it's any better, but I I wanted. Kind of like a classic uh, boy band, but like mm-hmm. also from like Y2K, you know, era. Right. But right. you have, you know, you fall into the trap of those boy bands just trying to sound like super sexy mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of like kind of odd musical choices. And I think this is a pretty safe choice, but I went with Out of My Heart by BB Mac. I love this. I think it's pretty good. I do too. Thank I you. think this is a really I, I good choice. I think it captures a lot of the vibe, captures a lot of the energy. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. of the era you went with is the best choice you could have picked. Agreed. Thank you so yeah. much. The vocals too. Yeah, I think right the vocals there. are pretty good. They're amazing. Um, I think our answers are fairly, in my opinion, you guys can disagree, are fairly on equal footing. Uh, mine's is just a little later because I didn't want to go Y2K because I think both of them were trying to be very sexy so i just couldn't find something there this was right uh, this was great um i ended up going a little bit more modern boy band i ended up going with chasing the sun by the wanted i see what you're trying to do Mm -hmm. i think i'm a little distracted by like (laughs) you tell me that wasn't perfect you tell me that wasn't perfect 
Listen, you tell the me that wasn't perfect. Ma- the pacing is really good. It's basically on point. I think I'm a little distracted by the more electric um, music, and usually I don't, you know, focus on that. But I feel like the music really competes with the lyrics of that song. That's just my critique of that song. Um, but the artist I think is I'm a good little- choice, though. Yeah, I think it. I think it's great. Yeah, um, pacing wise, I just don't like the electronic part of it. I guess. I think it's good. I think it's a good time. I think it's a really close match. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think you're both wrong, but okay. Lauren was so positive no, about Lauren it. No, was not that positive. <laughs> Lauren was like, yeah, it's close. It's okay. I win. No, but the, the part that you brought up, PJ. <laughs> I think Skylar wins. That's fine. You guys can be wrong. <laughs> no, but I, I, get, I get what you're doing, PJ. Yeah, being right. Um, all wrong. right, so let's talk about uh, our outro. Uh, so, Lauren, who'd you pick for that? I am not confident in my answer because I could not find something that had this vocal or that had the the rhythm of the song. Anyway, it was rough for me this week, but I ended up picking Selena, her song "Dreaming of You." I think the vibe is there. Yeah. That's what I had to settle for because I couldn't find anything. Yeah. I could not find anything else. vocals, very different, but the vibe is for sure there. Yeah. I could see it. Um, I, say- I like it. I think it's better than your intro guest. That's fair. I'm just not good at this, so it's fine. I, actively, no, you, you make you, you make so many good choices, and this is like your your like perfection syndrome, where anytime you don't get it right, you're like, I've never gotten it right. I've been a failure this whole time. I was gonna say, Lauren, you've like done so well in so this many times, so often, <laughs> so dramatic. What did you guys go with? <laughs> you're like, I didn't ask to be read right now. I'm not in a car with PJ, so uh, I'll go next since. Skylar's apparently perfect in every way. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, uh, you know, what's funny is I actually did see Selena in the, in the, the kind of, the, like, the playlists I was going through to try to pick my artist because, uh, you know me, it's PJ. He's going to pick a Spanish song. Uh, <laughs> I ended up struggling regardless. I could not find an English song I liked at all. And I'm not in love with my Spanish choice either. But it, once I heard this one, I, I was like, yes. This is as close as I'm going to get. I uh, ended up going with Corazón Bipolar by Pati Cantu. I like yeah, this a lot. I think, I think it's a way better choice than my choice. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's only been me so far, but you win. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Lauren always wins first. <laughs> She's like, of the options that have been laid out, you win. Uh, of the options always. that have been laid out, Lauren always wins. And then it can change no. from there. Exactly. Yes. I'm the best choice until you two bring your choices. And then everyone's like, oh, don't, don't worry about Lawrence. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's a great choice by any means, but I am happy with it enough. But I'm curious to see what you went with, Skylar. Okay, so um, it, I just went with vibes. I think it's a good enough vocal match. Um, you didn't love your answer, which is wrong. Um, that is absolutely wrong. I don't wrong. mind my answer, which I think is more correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, uh, I went with Connected by Sarah Paxton from the movie Aquamarine. I think it's pretty good. I do too. I Thank think it's you. really good. Like it, it honestly, it is a very good vibe match. But like beat for beat, it's very similar. It is a little like poppier, but this is a pretty poppy song. It just goes poppier. Yeah, I think it's a very Absolutely. good choice. I do too. Thank you. I think both I take of you back. Did. Apparently, all the mean things that I said. Apparently, <laughs> all the mean things. You- <laughs> said. You know I what? I didn't mean it to be mean. I think we're all a little bit more connected now. Connected. <laughs> I'm. I've been singing it all morning. I'm surprised you had it. 
connected the dots. Uh, 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 all right. Well, I think it's time we connect into the rest of this podcast because I think that's a good uh, place to stop our music segment. Very good selections overall for that OP and ED. So uh, with that, let's take a quick break, watch some additional clips, watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lauren's closing thoughts on Cuss Him, Not Me. So we're going to do that, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. We had Lauren and me watch some additional clips, some additional context, see some additional characters, additional maybe other love rivals, some weight gain, weight loss, and everything in between. Lauren, tell me, after everything you've seen, Kiss Him Not Me is a very fun anime, as we've discussed, but it is ultimately about someone who's very into a shipping relationship, but as someone who's not really into that type of stuff, maybe it's something that's putting you off, or maybe uh, it's done in such a delightful and funny way that you like it nonetheless. But that's what we are here to find out. Lauren, tell me, would you keep watching Kiss Him Not Me? This anime from the beginning had me laughing, so that's always a good sign, and it kept me laughing all throughout. And even though we do have a lot of different protagonists in the show and people that she could potentially fall for, I mean, Mutsumi's right there, and I he's mean, the best boy. Mutsumi? <laughs> Hello. I mean, like, I still like some of the other love uh, rivals, especially sure. the one that's inter- that we met in the context. Yeah, that was but, great. But uh, Mutsumi, Mutsumi. Who else the moods to me? He's right there. He's right there. <laughs> He's right He's there. Boy. Hello. But yeah, no, he was my my favorite and my choice for her long term as well. And yeah, you know, as we kept going and saw more characters and got introduced to more of the the world that she finds herself in, it's still just as funny as it was in the beginning. So yes, I would continue watching Kiss Him, Not Me. Yeah, absolutely I'm so love glad. to see it. I am also uh, completely the same boat. I I fell head over heels for this. Uh, I mean, I'm a big sucker for romance anime uh, in general, but obviously a good shoujo romance, a good uh, funny shoujo romance, always, always is a big winner for mm-hmm. me. Right. Uh, and I just, I love this. This is so fun. I can't wait to keep watching so it. So cute. Um, all right. Well, uh, two kawaii successes in the book. Uh <laughs> But that's not the only big question we have, because there's so much going on here. Maybe it's a little bit too much, or maybe it's just enough. So, Lauren, would you recommend Kiss Him Not Me to someone looking to start their anime journey? Personally, I would not. Not because I don't think people could get into it. I think they could, but I think they need a few more anime to introduce them to. I think you just missed out on context. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great anime, and I think the second they got a little bit under their belt, totally, Absolutely. totally give this to them. Yes. But you don't understand Boy Love, Yaoi, Mm-mm. Yuri, because uh, that no. comes up. Yeah. Because um, we, did, we did we make this clear to you during the Yuri on Ice episode? Yuri, Yuri means uh, it's like let, girl, it's love. girl love. Oh. So that's why in, in, the, in our original... Um, uh, Yuri on Ice episode. We make Casey. the joke. I, I made that joke where I was like, Yuri on Ice? This is Yowie on Ice. <laughs> um, but that not here or there. Yeah, That's there's uh, a lot of stuff that I think you also need the context for like the Otome games. There's so mm-hmm. much that I think contextually, if this is your first, you're like, what's happening? What's happening? What's yeah. happening? I mean, yeah. look at already like me explaining the 5 by 7 and what it exactly. is. And-, and they do a good job of like semi-explaining it, but like I didn't want to rewind. I don't think someone new would want to rewind. So like, it could be I love this anime, but I think it's a little much as a starter, so mm-hmm. I would not recommend it as a starter. No, nor would I. Alright, so um, obviously it is a huge Kawaii success, but maybe not the best starter anime. But that's not the only questions we have here today. Because it's time for Is There an AMV for That? AMV Anime Music Videos Is there an AMV for that? All right, Lauren and me, we know the rules. Yeah, we do. Uh, Lauren, why don't you kick us off? But I want to—I I don't want to make you feel bad if you're—if if you don't. But I feel like there's such an obvious answer for this. I mean, I I instantly thought of one song in particular. I I I, I, was, I feel like maybe <laughs> literally just because I feel like it's such an obvious answer. Yeah. That I feel like maybe we would for the same song. Okay. So, um, I don't want to try to say it in unison just because, but let's kind of try to say it in unison. 
Because okay. if, if it's either going to be like a perfect sync of us saying the same thing, or it's going to just sound like a jumble, and we're going to be like, oh, never mind. We oh, did not oh, say just the same kidding. thing. Oh, uh, but all right. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Treat you better. That's what makes you beautiful by one. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why did treat you better by Sean Mendes? <laughs> See, that was like my third option down the line. Better. That was on my list. I want to be clear. But like, yeah, what makes that's you what makes you beautiful, I think makes so much more sense for this. I personally have picked that song before, so I didn't want to pick it again. That's fair. But I want to be clear, Treat You Better by Shawn Mendes, I said third on my list, I'm, I was B. It's it's second on my list. It was yeah. also, it's 100%. Um, Skylar, do us the, do us the honor. Do See the if one of us is right, both of us are right, what, or if none of us are right. PJ Lauren. I could say with all certainty that y'all made the right choice because it is there. You did it. It's there. You're Both good. Both of us did. Lauren, three points for you and PJ. Three point, three ghost points for you. <laughs> Making a three and three ghost points score. Now that's not all though, Lauren, <laughs> because it's time for the secret, the super secret, not so secret bonus point, Lauren. Do you think that there will be an AMV for Kiss Him, Not Me, to Evanescence, Bring Me to Life? I mean, this has, this has no similarities to Mr. Osamatsu. <laughs> I don't see this <laughs> getting dark. Will never there go away. is no baseline. For so there's you this no week. baseline for me this week. I don't think this is going to go very dark. So I'm going to say no. It doesn't exist. Uh, when I search for Kiss Not Me, Bring Me to Life AMVs, I see a lot of videos pop up, but none of them are AMVs to Evanescence Bring Me to Life for Kiss Him Not Me. Oh. So, Lauren, that is four points for you in the book. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank oh. you so much. I was sweating Lauren, a little bit. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. Thanks. I'm proud of me, too. <laughs> well, with that, uh, we have Kawhi successes. A do not recommend, but like watch it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and four points in the book. So I think with that, Lauren, thank you so much for going on this Fujoshi journey with us. Thank you for showing it to me. I had such a fun time. I'm so glad. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> it so much. This anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I liked it a lot. Skylar clearly likes it a lot. Um, it's a good time. And But more importantly, uh, I hope our listeners had a good time. I hope they had a fun time. A, everyone deserves your kindness and respect, not just pretty people or skinny people time. A Yuri Yaoi time. And a be yourself and the right person will find you time. But until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And don't, again, I can't stress enough, uh, fat people are people too. So uh, don't, don't be dicks. Don't yes. be dicks. Don't be a dick. Honestly. <laughs> the message of the Kawaii Disappointment Podcast. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.